online source focusing on early childhood music therapy. Imagine is sponsored by the American Music Therapy Association and can be found on the web at www.imagine.musictherapy.biz. This podcast is entitled A Beginner's Guide to Circle Time, Tips from a Seasoned Music Therapist and presented by Kathy Knoll. Kathy has provided music therapy services to groups and individuals of all ages, including early childhood, in schools, residential facilities, clinics and private practice since 1974. Kathy writes and produces daily podcasts for FAQartisan.com, writes and publishes professional online self-study courses for MusicWorksPublication.com, and coordinates the MTA Pro Symposium series. My name is Kathy Canal. Over the years, my uh, young preschool friends have taught me a lot. I've learned some hard lessons and some helpful tips for maximizing the value of circle time experiences uh, for children with special needs. So it is from that perspective that I share some insights in this podcast based on my experience. Little kids are just precious. When we gather a group of preschoolers for circle time and music therapy, we are often greeted with cute smiles on the faces of squirmy youngsters eager to join in the music making. It goes without saying, however, that circle time does not always run smoothly. For a variety of reasons, we offer encounter challenges. For example, some children may refuse to participate, and others may jump up, run around, or even run away. Young children may scream loudly, or cry, or grab items, or throw, or put the objects in their mouths. Other youngsters may attempt to hit, scratch, bite, or take items from other children. Some students in early childhood groups can be defiant and uncooperative, and others may appear detached and uninterested in other people or in the music. Young children can be overly dependent or anxious or withdrawn, characteristics that can stand in the way of youngsters participating in the group music therapy experience. Children in early childhood settings are often referred to music therapy because of delays or limitations in one or more of various areas such as communication, social skills, cognition, perceptual motor skills, behavior issues, attention, or other other special needs. Music therapists have tools in their music bags and in their therapy bags to address these and other challenging issues. But singing fun songs rarely transforms a group of preschoolers with special needs into a group of compliant, cooperative, content children. When systematically applied, however, music experiences and music therapy interventions can, among other things, capture attention, encourage participation, and help shape more appropriate behaviors and responses. Music therapists follow a step-by-step process for developing and implementing interventions specifically designed 
to meet the needs of each individual in the early childhood group. That process depends, of course, upon the setting, the expectations of the agency, each student's treatment plan or IFSP or IEP, the unique strengths and needs of each youngster, and other factors. In general terms, the music therapist follows these steps. They assess needs, define specific target goals and objectives, plan and implement music therapy interventions to address the individual objectives, document progress, make adjustments as warranted, help the youngster generalize new skills to other settings, and share effective strategies and music learning experiences with um, teachers and families and other caregivers. When planning a group music therapy session, a music therapist must consider the overall group process in addition to the individualized therapy plan of each student. In many cases, we can change or manage some aspects of the environment and the logistics of the day to give each student the best possible therapeutic experience. Music therapists, though, are rarely able to control all factors, things such as group mix or scheduling or environmental factors. But we can take proactive steps to set the stage for success. So let's look at seven basic principles, often applicable in music therapy circle time for preschool children. The first principle is plan purposefully. Music therapy extends beyond entertainment and singing great songs and shaking maracas. Develop each music therapy session for the specific needs of that group of youngsters, utilizing music as a vehicle for capturing attention, encouraging active participation, developing relationships, and setting the occasion for addressing specific target goals and objectives. And principle number two, prepare in advance. We simply cannot expect young children to sit patiently waiting while we tune guitars or dig through our bags to locate mallets or stop to talk to the teacher. Take care of all logistics in advance and know your plan for the day Know your music in advance, set up the circle time area, and have materials and supplies and instruments ready to go. Principle number three, set the tone. Get a fast start, pacing the session to meet the needs of the young children. Connect with your students and give them your full attention. Treat them respectfully and encourage youngsters, even those with very limited abilities, to help out rather than doing everything for them. Plan interesting, attention-grabbing musical interventions that encourage each child to pay attention and to participate in music-making to the best of their ability. Principle number four, specify expectations. Rather than telling preschool children what you do not want them to do, tell them in positive terms what you do want. So rather than saying, don't hit Cindy, or don't grab the drum, say hands on knees, now, please. Or better yet, you might sing it or chant it. 
Hands on knees now. Hands on knees now. Hands on knees now. Knees now, please. Or you could uh, recognize the progress or attempts at progress rather than focusing on mistakes and shortcomings. So if a kid just tries, we want to encourage them. Principle number five, pay attention. Focus on the actions and words and reactions of the individual students rather than focusing on the chord progression or other musical details. Sharpen your observation skills and keep track of progress. Anticipate challenging behaviors in advance, avoiding situations that trigger problems. Keep plan B in your pocket so that you can adjust your regular original session plan if necessary. Principle number six, be trustworthy. Show up. Be there regularly. Be there on time. Build trust with your personal attention to each individual. Watch your demeanor. Keep your patience. Develop a predictable session structure filled to the brim with compelling and attention-grabbing music experiences. And finally, our final principle, number seven, be flexible. <laughs> Recognize factors contributing to the progress or lack of progress of each student. And be willing to change or to fine-tune the session structure or the music experiences or the therapeutic interventions if necessary, sometimes in the middle of the session, to meet the needs of the individual or of the group as a whole. There are many different approaches to music therapy in early childhood, and each situation may call for a different approach, different techniques, different strategies and interventions. But these seven basic principles apply any time that two or more preschool children gather together in a group, whether for education or therapy or just fun. So best wishes as you share music with early childhood youngsters in Music Therapy Circle Time. Thank you for listening to this Imagine podcast produced in 2010.